It's the first Friday of fall, folks, and the end to another week. This is Dave Bauer, Senior Market Analyst for Cargill. And before we start the weekend, I'll offer some market perspective, recap some pork industry and market highlights, and I'll also list some of the things to think about as we prepare for next week. Well, it's one thing to hear people talk about still having dreams about missing that college final or getting to class and it being the final and the nightmare part is when you realize you never even had the syllabus for the class, let alone the textbook. And do they even have those anymore? But this week, I, along with our commercial director and two of our account managers actually got to go back into the classroom and even better, got to present to, have discussions with and answer questions of the 400 level swine science class at Iowa State University. We used pig flash model to talk about producer profitability in today's pork industry and what goes into the business discussions of balancing cost and revenue in a modern production system. Dr. Stalder has covered this topic for his students for many years, but had the idea to take it to the next level with inviting us to be part of this week's topic, producer profitability. What an inspiring opportunity to meet all the all-star group of TAs and the next generation of producers and allied industry leaders when they haven't even cut their teeth yet on their first job. It's been really refreshing to me to spend a few days back at school and be part of the ANSI 425 lab and lecture and provide some of the brightest students in agriculture the opportunity to actually set up an account on our producer profitability platform, enter the data, and run a simulation of what it's like to run a wean-to-finish barn on a group of pigs from placement to final closeout. All that in an hour and 50 minutes. What a great pig flash experience for all of us. Thanks, Dr. Ken and Mary. What a great idea. Now, as I spent another week driving out across heaven, although we now have passed the official first day of fall, the combines haven't fully engaged in harvest just yet. There are some initial discussions floating around about the early corner beans being either better or not as good as initially thought, but these are normal coffee shop discussions and will only accelerate in the weeks ahead. What I can say is that as I prepared a table of production estimates for the class today, based on USDA's latest production numbers from September 10th, the corn and bean crops are still thought to be large. But also on that table are the demand inputs, and price will simply do what it needs to do to balance it all out. And when will we know that? Well, it might be January 12th when we know what the final crop is. But in the meantime, we'll trade everything at the speed of media on an everyday basis. But with the price of propane, maybe producers will let it air dry for just a little longer in the field. And as Dr. Ken said, pigs like that naturally dried down corn anyway. But when I put into my slides today a chart of the forward curve for both corn and soy meal, based on what the market knows today, these charts reflect a lower trend out into 2022. Feed costs based on today's thoughts in the market should trend lower. On the hog side, well, today also marks the release of the USDA's quarterly hogs and pigs report. The industry estimates released earlier this week suggest the all hogs are to be down 1.7% at 98.3% of last year, kept for breeding at 98.9%, down 1.1% from last year, and the kept for marketing category at 982 or down 1.8% versus last year. At first blush, that's positive, right? It says producers are producing less, huh? 
But I also like to look at where we are relative to last quarter. And based on that, we're actually up 1.9% for all hogs, up a half percent in the breeding herd, and up 2% in kept for marketing. But with what we've seen in the industry over the past year or two, making judgments based on what's behind us, especially in these freakish years, is hard to do. I think we know what's going on here in the U.S. pretty good with both supply and demand, but it's across the water in Asia what can have a larger impact on our business. And everything tells me that China is having a difficult time settling into a new era of production and, more importantly, management in the midst of the worst health challenge they've ever seen. And economically, their industry is also in turmoil today. And put it all into a bowl and mix it up, and I believe they'll be a strong global importer of pork for some time to come. Someday they will get it figured out, though, and we've seen how fast they can build structure. When they can manage the biology, watch out. Profitability this week has seen the forward margin outlook soften further, but today's report will set the course for trade in the days and weeks ahead. We still have positive seasonality over the next few days into October, and then lower. So as risk teams are being proactive on the marketing side, our nutrition and account teams continue to work with our customers to create the best young pig health today to ensure market hogs can reach optimal weights when marketed, yielding the most profit for your business. So lean on your trusted advisors today to help you think through the best scenarios for your system for tomorrow. At Cargill, we strive to give you the information you need to run a more precise pork system. And if you have questions regarding today's podcast or on the markets in general, reach out to me by clicking on the Ask Dave button on your Feedstuff Precision Pork Podcast landing page. In times like these, it's best to remember, success is a journey, not a destination. So make sure you're planning your journey today to help ensure tomorrow's success.